the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dr. Miriam Grossman is a child and adolescent psychiatrist who has written a very important book called Lost in Transnation, a child psychiatrist's guide out of the madness. She is working very hard to educate the public and parents, especially about the realities of what their kids are going through and how they've been indoctrinated into this uh, very, very bizarre psychological uh, condition. Dr. Grossman, thank you so much for joining us this morning here in Cleveland, Ohio. How are you? I'm doing great, Bob. Thanks so much for having me, and I loved hearing uh, breaking on your bumper thing there. That was that was really that was really great hearing hearing him. He inspires uh, he inspires us every day. We play him at the top of every hour in some fashion or another of our broadcast. So I'm glad you uh, you got something out of it as well. Please continue. Well, Bob, we're really in a very dire situation in this country where our little kids, preschool kids, even are indoctrinated to think that they may have been born in the wrong body. There is no medical or scientific basis for this idea whatsoever. And what it's leading to is that these kids are, uh, once they get a little bit older and perhaps they hit puberty and they don't like what's going on in their bodies or they're having trouble with their peers at school, they're not accepted, they have anxiety, they're on the autism spectrum, whatever it is, they then turn to that idea and they then think, oh, that's what the issue is with me. I was born in the wrong body. And they come to their parents and say, I'm no longer your son, I'm your daughter. I want you to use this new name and female pronouns and I want you to make an appointment at a gender clinic so that my puberty can be stopped. This is a dangerous path for our children to be on. And I've been seeing these kids and their parents in my private practice now for a few years. And I can tell you that when this happens, it is a catastrophe for the family. Uh, parents tell me that they are blindsided. They never saw it coming. They don't understand what it means, and they're not sure how to respond. So I wrote this book, and the purpose of this book primarily is to tell parents that they need to trust their gut, that they know their child best, and they should avoid gender experts at all costs. Because once you go to a gender, so-called gender ex- expert, that expert is going to put your child in the driver's seat and is going to tell you, mom and dad, that your child knows best, even if that kid is five years old, your child knows best who they are and what they need. And they're going to, the, the uh, gender specialist is going to instruct you to allow that child to change their appearance, to uh, use the opposite sex bathrooms and uh, locker rooms at school. And if you're not with the program, then you're the problem, and you may be the cause of your child's suicide. 
Well, I'm glad you brought up the word suicide. We'll talk more about that in a moment, though, because the extraordinary rate of suicide among those who do transition and then later in life regret it and they cannot undo it, um, they're killing themselves at, a, at an astronomical rate compared to the general population. We're talking to Dr. Miriam Grossman. Uh, her book is Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist Guide Out of the Madness. Um Let's talk about parents and their awareness of these issues. Um, I like to think that everybody in the world listens to my radio show or shows like mine, and they know about this, but they don't. I would like to think, I'm sure you would like to think everybody is going to read your book. Uh, every parent is going to read your book, but they're not. What, what level of understanding do you think the general population of parents has about this? When you say they're blindsided, they're... People don't listen to programs like this. They don't always watch the news. They don't always read the relevant information on certain websites. So are, are parents largely in the dark about this transing of America movement that has begun? Yes, I would say that, unfortunately, parents are in the dark, not necessarily about all this trans uh, epidemic that's going on. What they're in the dark about is that there is no consensus in the medical field about how best to help these kids. And to the you see, what's being presented to them by the pediatrician, by the school, and by our government, Health and Human Services, as well as our president, is that there is a consensus and that that consensus says they have to be medicalized, that they their puberty should be stopped, they should be given the opposite sex hormones and perhaps even surgery. So parents are being misled and parents have misinformation from institutions that they normally would trust. I mean, who doesn't want to trust your pediatrician or your guidance counselor at school or even, you know, health authorities within our government, the CDC, the HHS? We want to trust these people. But I'm here to say to parents that unfortunately you cannot trust them because they have been captured by this radical ideology, nothing to do with medical science, everything to do with changing society and eliminating male and female categories. How did that progressive ideology, though, when it comes to this, find its way into medicine? Uh, Because I was actually going to ask you anyway, are they these medical professionals that are that are that are dedicated to doing this? Are they ideologically driven or profit driven? Because there is a lot of money in the transing of of children uh, by the millions. Oh, there is a lot of money because once a kid is placed on this path, mind you, they are a medical consumer of pharmaceuticals for the rest of their lives, and that's something that is never brought to anyone's attention when we're looking at celebrities, Jazz Jennings, you know, all all these other people that are held up as celebrities and given a lot, a lot of attention, we are never reminded that in order for them to maintain that opposite sex uh, appearance, that persona, that synthetic persona, they have to be on these drugs for the rest of their lives. So, yes, there's a tremendous amount of money involved. So, so, so outside of that, though, outside of the money, let's go back to the ideology for a second here, because, I, I, you know, medical science, you keep saying that word or those words, and you're obviously right about this. What I've never seen in any other psychological condition before outside of gender dysphoria 
and and maybe you can speak to that too. Give us more information on what gender dysphoria really is and how common or not common it is. Um, but there's never been a psychological condition, which is what I consider gender dysphoria to be. It's the mind's inability to reconcile with what the the body is. Um, never have have psychological uh, conditions been treated with physical bodily mutilation. Usually, they're treated with psychotherapy, right? Well, we did have a medical scandal called prefrontal lobotomies. Yeah. In which uh, decades ago, uh, a doctor came up with the idea of treating severely mentally ill people by severing uh, a part of their brain, the prefrontal lobe, by inserting a, uh, well, it looked actually a little bit like an ice pick into the orbit of the eye. And this was done to about 40 or 50,000 people in this country. The guy that invented this procedure was given a Nobel Prize. So, yes, we have a history, a very dark history in psychiatry of doctors coming up with these uh, solutions to problems that, that, that actually harm people. This is called iatrogenic, iatrogenic harm, when medical professionals end up harming their patients instead of helping them. And that is what's going on right now. Now, I, I do. you asked me a question a minute ago, and that is about the, uh, the medical uh, mainstream medical organizations, such as the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association, the Endocrine Society, and on and on. What has happened over the years, I explain this in my book, is that... Uh, Small groups of very vocal, aggressive, uh, ideological individuals who have a certain outcome in mind. They have a certain agenda that they want to see the organization move in a certain direction. They, uh, uh, what they do is they take over, they volunteer to be in those committees that are going to write the policy, uh, the, the policy for the organization. For example, the American Academy of Pediatrics, 67,000 members. They came out in 2018 with a policy statement that was just 100%. Put all these kids in the driver's seat. They know who they are better than the adults. Put them on blockers. Put them on cross-sex hormones and give them the operations that they're asking for because there is uh, scientific evidence that indicates all that is helpful. Well, that happens to actually be complete bogus, completely false information. And in fact, uh, uh, just a few days, I think yesterday, yeah, yesterday the Wall Street Journal had an editorial written by 21 experts from outside the United States, from European countries, and they wrote in that editorial what is going on in the United States? What are you doing to your kids? You're saying that all these procedures and these treatments uh, have medical evidence of benefit? That is not true. There is no evidence of long-term benefit. To the contrary, there's evidence of harm. So these organizations, they, the American Academy of Pediatrics, for example, they never had any referendum in which every single member of that organization is asked, what do you think about this new policy that we're going to adopt? 
the opposite. The policy is adopted by this small, this small group of activists, and then they stand up and they say, this is the policy of the entire organization. The members of the organization, the pediatricians that don't agree, the endocrinologists, the psychiatrists that don't agree, are never given a voice. They are silenced. They are never given a platform. They are not given the microphone. And that's what's going on. We are talking with Dr. Miriam Grossman. She is a child and adolescent psychiatrist. She is also an author. Her book, which is extraordinarily important for where we are right now, is Lost in Transnation, a child psychiatrist's guide out of this madness. When we talk about the agenda, and you spend a great deal of time on that, What's the end game? What's the goal? We, we often hear about the, this radical agenda, that radical agenda. What is it that the activists who are pushing the agenda want to see at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the journey? They want a new type of society. They want humanity 2.0 in which male and female is eliminated. For what, purpo- cool. for what purpose, Dr. Grossman? What, what, what do they get out of such a thing, such a radical thing? Is it just the satisfaction of the experimental mind? I mean, what is it that they're looking to, why do they want to change? And, and, well, I talked to, I talked talk to, um, I apologize. I just want to throw this in there because what you described when you say, or what you say when you describe, uh, human beings 2.0 is something that Patrick Wood, uh, has written extensively about, um, and it's called transhumanism. And it's more the merging of technology with the human mind and with human beings and so forth. Uh, but, but it's, it is, it is in the same vein. Uh, as you talk about these individuals, these activists who want to create human beings 2.0. But again, my question always becomes why? What do they get out of this? Is it just a morbid curiosity of what they can come up with, or what is their goal? Well, you know, Bob, you know, as a psychiatrist, I'm focused on families and kids, and my book is focused on families and kids. You're taking this now, of course, you know, we, we do need to ask these questions from, you know, the 30,000 feet. What is this all about? I agree with you that there are transhumanists that are pouring millions and millions, if not billions. I mean, I don't know what the total amount of money is every year that's being put into this, but they are transhumanists. They believe that we, uh, you know, this is like their religion. They have turned away from the Judeo-Christian tradition, and they have, uh, uh, you know, their own ideal, which is to transcend humanity as we know it. Now, other people speak very articulately on this issue. My focus is on helping parents to avoid getting into a situation with their families, with their children. And I had an email last week from a family in which three kids in one family are now identifying as the opposite sex. Okay, there is a, uh, this is a social hysteria. It spreads among kids. It spreads through uh, through the internet, through social media, through friend groups, through clubs at school. So my book is focused, and I'm sorry that I'm 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 veering away from what you asked me just now about transhumanism. But no, you know you're my, perfect. You're taking this exactly where I wanted you to. Please continue. Okay, so my expertise is on helping parents protect their families. I don't want more people emailing me and other therapists like myself. You know, we have such long waiting lists, we can't possibly take care of all these families. So the point is to be proactive before 
this catastrophe hits your family, and to learn uh, everything that you can about the ideology, uh, so that when you know, so that you can uh, you can immunize, so to speak, your child. And from an early age, you're telling your child your body is perfect. You were a, a boy or a girl the moment that you were conceived. Right. Nine months before you were born, you were either a boy or a girl, and you will always be a boy or a girl. Dr. Grossman, I've got less than four minutes left, so I, I, I want to go back. What you just said is incredibly important, and part of the way of letting parents know the reality here is to talk to them about uh, what the likelihood is that their child is literally suffering from actual gender dysphoria. I mean, there are celebrities out there that are adopting boys, and then by the time they're three, uh, they have made th- they've turned them into girls. What are the odds uh, that 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 children in the same family are are suffering from legitimate and severe diagnosed uh, gender dysphoria? Do you know what the statistics are about the percentage of the general population that suffers from that very 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 rare? condition? Well, let me tell you that when I was in medical school and did my training to be a psychiatrist some 35, 40 years ago, I only read about this in textbooks. None of us ever imagined that we would see even one patient in our entire lives that had this condition that was then called gender identity disorder. That's how rare it was. It occurred in one in tens of thousands or even less. Uh, individuals. It was so rare that 20 years ago, we didn't even have one clinic in the United States to help these kids. 20 years ago, there was a clinic in Toronto and a clinic in the Netherlands. That was it. it and that's today, how rare this condition Right. right. I apologize. And yes, Dr. Grossman, uh, Abigail Schreier wrote, writes about and has talked about, um, now you've got half of a, of a seventh grade class of teenage girls going to the clinic together. We're all trans. We're all, we're all in the wrong bodies. We're all, we all have gender dysphoria for crying out loud. You never thought you'd see anybody in your life. And now they're going in groups proving the social contagion nature of this and the, uh, and the indoctrination rather than the actual suffering of a, of a psychological condition. Well, Bob, also, when kids come out as transgender or non-binary or one of these other, you know, new words that have been created, they get uh, a lot of uh, 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 points in terms of their social status. Okay, so you may have a kid who's very anxious and doesn't fit in and doesn't have friends, and when they come out as transgender, they're suddenly the uh, celebrity of their class, of their school. And they have teachers and principals and their peers and all, you know, their guidance counselor all coming out and saying, you are so brave. We support you. And by the way, if your parents don't support you, we're not going to tell them. We're not going to tell them that we're using a new name and pronouns and permitting you to use the boys' bathroom. So this is another element. What's going on in the schools and how they're placing a wedge and undermining parental authority. Parents need to know they have the constitutional right to be in charge of their kids' education. And I have uh, an appendix that's written by brilliant lawyers that will educate uh, parents and give them the tools to protect their kids from all this. Dr. Grossman, I could talk to you for hours and hours, or rather listen to you for hours and hours, but I guess what I'll have to do is settle for reading the rest of the book, and I want everyone else to do the same. Lost in Trans Nation, 
It's spelled just like it sounds. Trans Nation. It's a terrific title. Uh, a child psychiatrist book out, uh, or excuse me, guide out of the madness. That's the book by Dr. Miriam Grossman. You should get it. I'm looking at it right now. It's available on Amazon. It's got a forward, by the way, by Dr. Jordan Peterson, uh, who is simply incredible on this subject and so much more. Dr. Grossman, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for writing writing what you've written. I hope we can uh, talk again and continue to educate parents about this uh, growing danger that their children are facing. My pleasure, Bob. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. All right, Lost in Transnation. Transnation. A child psychiatrist guide out of the madness. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.